Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there, good afternoon, and uh, welcome to your Tuesday Lori and Julia show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Well, since, you know, tomorrow's a holiday and we're not here, we have to be extra productive today to make up for that. So here we go. Donnie, I'm you think we're going to be extra productive? We're going to be extra lazy today. I was just going to say Fine. just for that. No, wow. we're going to be real productive. I know you? we are. I'm going to tell you why. We're going to start off uh, wishing a couple of people happy birthday, Julia. Okay. Tom Cruise is 56 today. Yep. It's July 3rd. That means Montel Williams is 62. Woo! Gloria Allred is 77. And author Dave Barry is 71. Remember oh. how funny his columns yes. were? Well, he's related to someone who works here. Yeah, I and know And she said he is a riot. Yeah, so he's 71. Julian Assange is spending his fifth birthday at the Ecuadorian embassy. Yeah. He's 47. Yeah. I don't feel like he's I ever going to I can't stand I him. I can't stand him either. And then Audra McDonald is 48. And we have one notable obituary that caught my eye. Uh, choreographer uh, Gillian Lynn. Okay. Do you guys know who, who is she that? is? No, I don't. Oh, that Tell name us. Sounds awful I familiar. know. Chicago? Well, she no. worked for many years with Andrew Lloyd Webber. She oh, was 92. Was. She died in London. Uh, she was a choreographer. She did the choreography for Cats, ah, oh. Phantom of the Opera. Oh. And last month, Andrew Lloyd Webber named his new London theater as the Gillian. Lynn, or maybe it's Gillian. Right. I'm giving it the British thing. Right. Gillian Lynn Theater, making it the first in London's theater district, named after a woman. That's awesome. And um, lights in, in in the theater district were dimmed for one minute, one minute last night in the oh, West End I of like London. I like doing that. And she directed many productions on the but West you- End and on Broadway in New York, and she worked on TV specials. Remember when TV... Oh. Pro- Singers would have the these rage. TV specials. Oh, yeah. She worked on one uh, with Ray Charles, Perry Como, and Petula Clark. Oh, I love it. You know, Petula. We needed someone Petula. to name a kid named Petula. Petula. My, yeah. my Auntie Marlene. Is that downtown? Oh, yeah. 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 My Aunt Marlene, when, you know, her her true love of her life was yeah. always these dogs. And she had a Weimaraner. Weimaraner. Tula, which I still think is such Very a great name. name for a pet. And Tula. The, uh, and then the other story that I think um, myself and a lot of other people are obsessed with is are the the soccer team in the oh. Thailand cave, because we had the initial relief uh, yesterday when 
they discovered these boys, 11 to 16 with their coach. There's 13 of them. Yeah. And and in this flooded cave, they've been there for nine or 10 days. Six miles in from the entry where they started. Can you believe that? To go find higher land. Yeah, they just had to keep climbing. And um, so the boys were found alive by the British divers and GMA, all the morning shows. That was their number one story. And they're now being attended to by Thai Navy SEALs, including a doctor and a nurse that stayed in. Oh, they did. Oh, I'm It's glad. like 100 degrees in this cave. Oh, my word. They're just sweating I profusely. I looked at their, their jaw lines they're that you could. Thin. They just look so gaunt. Yeah. yeah. Well, nine days. And so um, uh, they've given food to them. They've been given access to telephone lines. Somehow they're able to be able to. They've got uh, to I don't talk know, to their, satellite phones. Yeah. yeah. And. Um, but the options for rescuing, how long can they wait? Because the only way that they can get out is through this narrow flooded channel and attempts to pump water from the cave or find a natural opening in the roof of the chamber have been unsuccessful because it's been raining as fast as they could pump it out. Oh, and uh, authorities now said they are going to supply the group with four months worth of food and teach the boys how to scuba dive because they might have to wait until the rainy season in October. Oh my gosh. To begin the rescue operation. So, but the heavy rain is expected, so they might have to act sooner rather than later. They said um, they don't think all the boys can swim, and they said this is the most dangerous scuba diving. That's the worst case thing is if we have to dive them out because several of the ways it's a it's very murky and small but it's channels. A, only one person at a time. They said it's not diving in what people recognize. It's muddy water, fast flowing, no sense of direction. You can't tell if you're up, down, or sideways. Oh, my gosh. And the emotional toll of the rescue attempt has to be considered. It's going to be complicated. Uh-oh. And the kids need to be physically and emotionally capable. I'm thinking of like the 11, 12 and 13-year-olds, I mean, maybe, you know, the, the older troopers. boys have been mm-hmm. doing whatever. But, I mean, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. It That is, that to me, I can't imagine. And, you know, I was thinking you'd tie a rope on your leg to the kid's leg. No. I don't know how you do it. it the water is so fast moving, yeah, apparently. Yeah, that's just so... Well, they need to have all the, the Thai people that have been praying and everything, they need to get a break in the rain. Right. Is what they need to do because they can pump out water if it's and it'll make a difference but it has to stop raining. stop raining oh yeah and of course you know monsoon season if you've ever lived in a place that has monsoon i feel like i'd live in one right now i know <laughs> i know but we lived like when we lived in the philippines in right. japan we had monsoon season and it would just rain every day and i think you know like when having lived in hawaii you know how there will be like a little rainy periods of time oh, island yeah. to island where it rains It stops, it gets hot, and then it'll build back up and rain again. It just sort of never really stops raining for two or three months. Oh. And then when it stops raining, it gets nice and hot. Oh. And then, you know, Mm -hmm. then it like builds up again. I know it does feel like we've just had nothing but the grays here. No, the grays. Today I was really, I want a refund on the summer. Anyway, if they get these boys out, and this will be a movie. Oh, this will be a movie. Yeah. Of course. It's just un- Well, it's a miracle they found them, and I believe they're going to, I believe it's going to happen. Well, yeah, they're just like really just, 
they 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 do not want to have to dive them out no. and, if, and and but they're like okay with, or they might have to stay for four months. Can you imagine no. that the to- the emotional toll yeah. of that? Mm-mm. It's hot in there. It's well, I guess now they have lights. They've been bringing things in, and yesterday they gave antibiotics. Them like, yeah, but yesterday Pedialyte. they could only give them like liquid food. Today they were bringing in rice and pork and vegetables. Okay, in sealed vacuum bags because they are they want food. But you know how mm-hmm. you, you your stomach eat. isn't ready right yeah. away. Exactly you gotta. Right. Yeah. So just anyway, that's just you know, released. Okay. I just was like. I'm watching that news story. I'm seeing what I can get from this story. I just, I can't stop reading about no, it. No, I know. Jeez. I went to a good, you go to this restaurant a lot, but this is the only second time I've been there. I went to Sea Salt. Oh, I love that place. Over at, at Minnehaha, Minnehaha Falls last night. That How is long did so, you have to wait in line? It wasn't bad. Because it was Monday, maybe. Yeah, it, that was it. Because I got in line and then um, my friend got a drink and then came over. And so we we're waiting in line. By the time he came over with the drinks, the line had like quadrupled. Yeah. It was just, yeah, it was nutty. But it's just such it good food, fast. and it moves they really move, fast. They, they've got it going, and everyone's on there. so happy around there. And um, you know, it was kind of funny because a couple people came back there and said we were here when it was frozen and it was icy, and now we're going to take our summer shot. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of cute. Casey and I ride our bikes over there. It's so cute. It's like okay, it's an exercise bike ride with food at the end, and, and then you can and exercise. Then we can back. exercise sure, back. <laughs> and they even have like the rent the city bikes there, and they yeah. have rent the four people bikes there. Yeah. It was. You know, people are out and about. All right. Listen, we come back. Uh, well, we're going to play some Pitbull today because he is out at Mystic tonight. And, uh, and the far, goal is and the goal is for no you to rain. be up on stage. Oh, Julia, that is <laughs> come not on, going that to happen. That is the goal. If anyone right, is going, right. no, because I'm with Casey. How the hell am he'd I going to be gonna... so happy Well, for he you. would give me a boost He would for totally sure. give you a boost. But um, we know we'll how much Pitbull wants to dance with you. I know. I, I Listen, I had to wear like muddy sandal shoes because it's out in the grass. Right. There, don't wear your nice shoes; they could get wrecked. And you'll also put your spikes into the grass. You don't want to. Do yeah, that. you got to have a wedge. Yep. So, and then I'm prepared for the heat and possibly blowing up for Todd the Freak because I've kind of got shoes that expand with You're Velcro so... straps. Oh God, they sound cuter than it sounds. I've got they look shoes cuter than it sounds. that have pre- are prepared for my feet for the heat. They expand. <laughs> All right, well, they we grow right, with you. We'll be right back with stories we can't get enough. Seven years ago. Wow. Yeah. Yes, and I always called it tonight's the night. Tonight. It's giving me it? everything. everything yeah. Oh, I Neo. called it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who knows the names? I know it. Okay, so our story we can't get enough of um, <sighs> is David Foster and Catherine McPhee are engaged. There's a 34 year age difference between the two. He's 68, she's 34. She will be his fifth bride. My question to you, Julia. Would you marry a man with four previous wives? Okay, now let's just, okay, let uh, me put answer, some parameters around that. My answer is, it depends on his say, age and how much income. money he gets. That was totally, that was it totally it. <laughs> yeah. It totally 100% depends on the age and the income. So she's gone from American Idol to Social Climber. No, but I did a little investigating, okay? okay? And we didn't want, we... We thought that she was just kind of trolling us at first when they first started oh, appearing totally. together. Because we thought, oh, maybe he's working with her on her album or something like that. They've known each other a long time. A long time. Do you know how far back these two go? In 2006, the year she was runner-up to Taylor Hicks on American Idol, he was one of two mentors. 
And then she released her album on Verve Records, which he was the head of. Mm-hmm. So these two go mm-hmm. back. And she was all of what, 19 at the time? Something like that. But remember, she married... Uh, she married a, her manager. Her manager. Nick Kokas. Yeah, that's right. She was persuaded by her manager, who became her eventual husband and her parents, to try out for American Idol. And that was in 2006. And she sang I'll Never Love This Way Again by Dionne mm-hmm. Warwick. And anyway, so... But this Nick guy was, was older than she was, like, by 14 years. Right. So 34 years probably it doesn't even phase her. It's, he's probably older than her parents. Are her parents older? Well, she right now uh-huh. is in uh, the hit Broadway musical Waitress. She's starring in it through July 5th through August 19th. Yeah. That's what she's doing in uh, New York City right now. Cause, you know, she's, no, she's in Capri. That's where she got engaged. Oh, but she starts on the 5th of okay. July. Yeah, yeah. She's in Capri. That's where she got engaged. And um, she's two years younger than his old or uh, his oldest daughter. So she's thirty four and he's seventy. He's sixty eight. I think one hundred percent, like you said, it depends on his, his income age. and his age. Much money. Okay, so so her dad is a television producer and her mom has been an, a vocal coach on American Idol since two thousand eleven. Oh, really? And her older sister has been a, a vocal coach on American Idol since two thousand and twelve. Wow! And um, he is—he's incredibly successful. Apparently, he really does have a lot of money. He we does, couldn't Lori? stand him when we met him as Yolanda Hadid's husband on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because he was such a dink. And remember, he had the couple sing-alongs with the ladies, and no one could sing with him. Yeah, like he was a prima donna. Oh, he's oh, a prima donna. He is, but he's won 16 Grammy Awards. He's had 47 nominations. He's worked with Shaka Khan, Alice Cooper, Aguilera, Andrea Bocelli, Tony Braxton, Michael Buble, Chicago in the early days, Natalie Cole, Whitney Houston, Celine, J-Lo, Kenny G, Josh Groban, uh, Seal, Rod Stewart, Madonna, Mary J. Blige, Olivia Newton-John, Barbara Streisand, Michael Jackson, Donna Summer. The list goes on. It's impressive. It is. And he was a major contributor to Chicago's early success. He was the band's producer on yes, their biggest was, selling Chicago yeah. 7. Oh, really? Does yeah. he have music he was, credit, lyric credit for yes, songs? Yes, he's a songwriter. Yeah. Okay. Oh. He wrote the score for St. Elmo's Fire, including the love theme from okay. that. He collaborated with then wife Linda Thompson on the song I Have Nothing, sung by Whitney and the Bodyguard. He's he composed the theme song for the Winter Olympics in Calgary because he's Canadian. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah. He produced the major label debut albums for Josh Groban. Wow. Michael Buble. And Sharice, he um, also... We're with talking his, about David Foster. He, he also, with his then-wife, Linda Thompson, and he was married to Linda Thompson's stepfather to Brody and the other kids she mm-hmm. had with uh, Bruce Jenner, and he started having an... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Fair with Yolanda Hadid, which we find out from Linda Jenner's book. She doesn't name her by name, but she gives us all Linda the Linda Thompson Jenner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they compose Light the Fire Within, sung by Leanne Rimes, for the 2002 Winter Olympics in Vancouver. Because, again, he's Canadian. Yes. And he... She's Canadian, too. She Who? is? Isn't she Catherine McPhee? I don't think No, she's so. American. Are you sure? She's an yeah. American okay. actress, yeah. singer. Don't make up stuff. No, I've got right. the Wikipedia pages right here. I feel like I remember right that. Okay. No. No, he no, produced Mary J. Blige's first Christmas album, A Merry Christmas. He is like, he has multiple Christmas selling albums. Mm-hmm. He's apparently a whiz. He did Celine Dion's These Are Special Times. Josh Groban's Noel, Andrea Bocelli, My Christmas, Michael Bublé's My Christmas, I told you Mary J. Blige, also Rod Stewart's, and he, four of the top selling Christmas albums of all time are his. Jeez. He's got a ton of dough, and he, uh, in 2006, he made a brief appearance on The View as Star Jones' vocal coach. Can you believe that? And and in, I'm sorry. Yeah. I just had to pause yeah. and react to yeah. 2006 Star Jones, Jones yeah. and then Vocal Coach. Vocal Coach. And in two in November of 2007, he appeared on Oprah's uh, annual Favorite Things episode, performing with Josh Groban. Wow. Yeah, he knows absolutely everybody. And he and Linda Thompson had that short-lived reality show on Fox, which I watched, called The Princes of Malibu, in which he attempted to teach his spoiled stepsons, Brandon and Brody, to straighten up their lives and earn their own way. It was just, I think, a one-and-done thing. <laughs> That's surprising. Yeah. Okay, wait a minute. So here's a... Okay, so we're talking about David Foster getting engaged to Catherine McPhee, who's 34 years, his junior. Catherine McPhee, um, last year on December of 8th of 2017 Mm -hmm. she was interviewed and she was hanging out with david foster but they were kind of playing it on the down low and she said she would love to get married and have kids we um she wants to tie the knot and she wants to start a family within the coming years immediately oh my gosh well he must have told her he would but i'd be very very leery about having a baby with 60 year old sperm There could be all kinds of crooked problems happening in that situation. Unbelievable. Well, this this uh, his first child, who is two years younger than Catherine McPhee, yep. he had her when she was 20. And it was just from a relationship, and he gave up all rights to her, and then she found him when, he was, when she was 30. Wow. And... Um, yeah. Yeah, he has Allison forty eight, Amy forty four, Sarah thirty seven, Aaron thirty five, and Jordan thirty one. Yeah. And Catherine's pregnant. Yeah. Catherine McPhee? I'm just teasing. Yeah. <laughs> and Sarah, remember Sarah and Aaron had that funny show on yes. VH1, that reality yes. show. They have not tweeted about their dad's news. Um and I think um 
he and Yolanda, when they announced, he announced he broke up with her in 2015. I bet you he was already, something was going on with Catherine McPhee. You think? Well, she was involved with that Scorpion guy. Well. That she was on the TV show with for quite a while. Yes, she was. She was. But I'm just saying that, um, anyway. I'm just. Do you think it's going to last? Let's let's go through this. Well, I think that if I were Catherine McPhee, I would wish he was 82, because as long as he's 68, just turn the lights down low anyway. Do you think and that he I would made like her him. sign? A, he seems pretty healthy. Do you think he made her sign a prenup? Oh hell yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, for all of his other kids. Mm-hmm. And he was in a backup band when he was in his like early years for Chuck Berry because remember Chuck always did the oh my mm-hmm. word oh, yeah all right do there people Mazel we'll be oh back oh my gosh now a trend has emerged this is the my talk now trending report what's happening right now Trending online this afternoon would be Richard Swift, the singer-songwriter and producer who was a member of The Shins, The Black Keys, and The Arcs, has passed away at the age of 41. Also trending, Cole Eng, as in Colombia and England. The two countries are playing each other in the World Cup soccer this afternoon. Also trending the 4th of July, naturally, because tomorrow is the national holiday. Also trending the hashtag Disney4. Twitter is discussing this hashtag, asking who are your top four Disney characters? Everyone has an opinion. And also Twinkies trending today because the snack cake's mascot, Twinkie the Kid, is the latest pop culture icon, icon, sure, why not, uh, to get their own Funko Pop figure. That's what's turning here on my talk. Your forecast is brought to you by Furniture Mart for uh, tonight. Partly cloudy, low of, I don't know, I mean, uh, it didn't get anywhere near as hot as it was supposed to today. So it's low of 73. It's 75 right now, so it's not going to get a whole lot cooler. Maybe it'll warm up after this. Uh, these clouds burn away. For your uh, 4th of July, just a chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 o'clock in the afternoon. But we should be up in the low 90s tomorrow. But uh, we do have a heat advisory also. It's going to feel hotter than that. So, as I said, right now, light rain and 75 at my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. I'm sorry, the sun isn't shining for you, but my mom is like, I can't believe you're seeing two of my boyfriends in a week, Buddy Guy and Pitbull. Oh, I, I love you. Your mom's kind of hip, isn't <laughs> she? Is. she? Buddy is. Guy and Pitbull. She just says, I like him. I go, yeah, I do too. He's got the best energy. He does. He just makes you smile, and I think you're going to be rocking and well, dancing tonight. This will be like tonight. the third time I've seen him. Yeah, I've seen him once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's, he's awesome. He is. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the Pitbull Enrique Iglesias. That, that was one's... that was a Saturday yep. night in February at the Target Center. It was so that fun. was fun. Yeah, it mm-hmm. really was. Okay, so uh, we talked a little bit about this yesterday. Oprah is on Vogue India. I don't Australia, Australia, I Australia cover, yeah. and uh, but you know how Vogue sometimes when they do these interviews, they do the uh, audio interviews yeah, or whatever. Seventy three questions. Yeah, but mm-hmm. so here's Oprah unplugged everything she had to say in this interview. 
With just one speech, Twitter nominated Oprah Winfrey for president. New day is on the horizon. Her speech at the Golden Globes in January, declaring the hashtag MeToo movement a start to a new era in America, instantly ignited a social media campaign to enlist her for America's top job. When nobody ever has to say me too again. Thank you. And while flattered, every step of the way, Oprah graciously declining the suggestion that she jump into politics. You have Gail going, what? I think it's a sign. I don't think it's a sign. A sign of what? It was a speech. I am definitely not running. Now in her most definitive statement yet, the queen of all media laying bare why she won't be hitting the campaign trail, saying in a cover interview in British Vogue, in that political structure, all the non-truths, the nastiness, the backhanded backroom stuff that goes on. I feel like I could not exist. I would not be able to do it. It's not a clean business. It would kill me. Oprah has not shied away from supporting causes, being a vocal advocate of President Obama's. I believe we need Barack Obama. And more recently, as a leader in the Time's Up movement with friend Reese Witherspoon, also telling British Vogue that change is possible. It just depends on how you see the possibilities. People talk about these are such dark times, but what if we shift the paradigm? For years, women have endured craziness. This is what's happening to people. They're allowing themselves to not just become corroded, but to become hysterical. You've got to lean to the happiness. There you go. There so you go. British Vogue, we were all wrong right, about which, right. which Vogue it was. She looked absolutely amazing on the cover. And so I think that should put an end to Oprah running is going pre- to run. run no, pre- the thing not. the thing that struck me about that though is that how right now in the world we're in with getting media twenty four seven this that and the other thing and how it can corrode you. She talked about you know and how it can turn you into hysterical because I think people get afraid and um and just to lean into the happiness. I, but I, there's a lot of things to be afraid and upset about. That but, it's hard to. But a, a lot of people feel that way about yeah. a lot of different things. I, I think it it's hard to ignore it, but it's hard to lean into the happiness, like what she said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I like that message. I think you know she's a smart woman. Yeah, she's well, a smart. I mean, you know, it's people have to do what they can to take care of. But I mean. I, I I know somebody who's a therapist. They said they've never been busier. They've mm-hmm. never. I mean, people are with the new everything that's going on politically. People just feel like like rubber bands ready to just mm-hmm. snap. Yeah. It's just so exhausting. I think so and worrisome. And social media on top of that, mm-hmm. and the young generation that grew up with all of this, like. Well, they, don't, take- they, they might even be better equipped to handle it because they've, this has always been their world. It hasn't, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I think it can be more of an adjustment for people who were like, we didn't, we didn't have to have news 24 7. Yeah, seven we and never it's just like piled on, on and piled on and piled on. I yeah. think they're better at ignoring it. Uh, yeah, I do too. Than we are. Mm-hmm. I do too. I think yeah. so. I think so. But I, I hope they don't ignore it. You know, there right. are times when they should. Uh, yeah, there's yeah. gonna be times when people can ignore it, and other times yeah. when you, yeah, you gotta do just, the happiness thing. So this made me very happy learning this news because we've not had. I mean, no, no more fashion police. You know that uh, ended, and it just kind of feels like a like fashion is done by the online people, and you already know the best dress and the worst dress before the show is even yeah. over. And there's no fun around fashion. Well, I like this idea okay. of of uh, E is going to have a fashion week 
reality show called Model Squad. Does that sound cool? It does. It'll just follow nine models preparing for the fall runway season. And um, I know I will totally watch this show because the three people producing it, the uh, woman who produced Rich Kids of Beverly Hills, Jersey Shore, and Bean Serena. So you've got a mix of producers there. And yeah, I'll totally watch this show. Model Squad. I thought, I know, I saw that today, I and I like, thought, yeah. that looks like something we oh, would like. we just need some, yeah, something I like that. I love some good fashion shows. And then Niecy Nash, she's very, very happy because Claus has been renewed for season three. Good for her. And that's on TNT. Mm-hmm. You know, the episode I was telling you about that aired this past Sunday night. Claus, how do you describe Claus to people who have never watched it? I call it Breaking Bad, um, maybe Breaking Bad... Light in swamp ass Florida with Russians. With women. And women. With women. Yeah. women are the lead characters. Yeah, women in this. are lead. And in a nail salon. Yeah. In swamp ass Florida in with swamp. Russians. Yeah, with Russians. They're, they're the added yeah. uh, bonus this year. And I love, how about what's our the woman from The Bridge? Oh. Who played the homeliest, meanest looking woman, and now she plays this Russian babe, Famke. Famke Jensen? Yeah. I, no. I don't know. You don't I don't know. know. Whoever she okay. was but in the she bridge. Plays the, the she Russian. plays the Russian badass, yeah. man. But it, this past weekend, what they did is they... Don't, ha- I don't know what oh. happened. I didn't well, see Well, I'm just going to... I'm not going to tell you the story, but they... All right, I can't. Yeah, you can't tell <laughs> me. No, they can't tell you anything. Spoiler alert. You know what? I Okay, so on Sunday night... I've just never seen a show do this before, so I'll be yeah. curious what you think. On Sunday night when I got home and I was like, okay, I've got all this time. It was kind of like rainy out and I was home from your cabin. Surprise. Surprise, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, what should I watch? And it was like I had Billions, Pose, Claws, and you Shades of Blue. You still watch Pose? Pose, yeah. I like that. Pose, okay. you've only, you haven't even watched it. Yeah, what do you mean you still watch Pose? I just, you watch so much, I don't know how you <laughs> do it. I'm trying it. to do it for people, for the people and for myself. For the okay. people. Okay, so tell me. But you so watch I Billions. Chose, I chose Billions to finish it. Yes. John Malkovich. Oh. Speaking of Russians, he's, he plays I, a Russian. Oh. He's in it. It had a finale. It had don't an unbelievable me. twist. And then, and then you know, I was going back and forth between Claws and Shades of Blue. And damn it, I had to you go to Shades, Shades of Blue. Blue. I love that Jennifer Aniston. Not Je- Lopez. Or Jennifer, or Jennifer Lopez. Lopez. I just love her. I love her acting. I love her. I like her That's character. That's a good Harley. show. It is good that show. Is it's a, good a show. final season. Yeah. It's it's all done. But they'll wrap it up for you yeah. because they knew it was ending. And I haven't even been able to go to the arrangement. I have like three episodes left oh. and I'm like, do I even want to watch it? It's canceled. It's so sad. That one makes me sad. Yeah, you should finish it. Should I? Yeah. Doesn't it seem like you have no zest for finishing oh, 100%. it if it's been canceled? But that one was so yeah. good. They were really, they robbed we'll us. see it through, though, sometimes. No, you got to watch it. Yeah. Just Is it left, a, does it leave a big cliffhanger? So we just fill in the blank like we did with certain Dirty Sexy Money? You get a, an ounce more closure, okay. maybe, but that's it. Okay. An the, ounce. Uh, Actress yeah. you were thinking of, uh, Franca Potente. Yeah, Franca Potente. Franca Potente. She's jumping. She, She's, she's a character actress, and she yes, is a she chameleon. Is. And she is a chameleon. You're right about because that. Because how yeah. she looked in The Bridge mm-hmm. when she different. was that completely scary. That's another show that they canceled on us. Yes, yeah, we were seasons. so mad about that yeah. one. 
So my brother and I talked last night, and he was like, I'm so glad we're getting one more season of Animal Kingdom. Oh. The original is very, very good. From, it was a Danish TV show oh. originally. Oh, I watched that it. Is the Tunnel? Was it called The Tunnel No, no, not The Tunnel. That was a different the show? The Tunnel a different show. Oh, for this is There's the too many shows. Well, Netflix <laughs> is the number one choice for TV viewing. It beat broadcast, cable, and YouTube. That surprises me, mm-hmm. but I have to tell you, so last week when I had over the, the three 16-year-old yeah. uh, triplets, they, um, I said, let's watch a movie, and then they all, one of them, do you have Netflix? And that's where they wanted to go first. Yeah. And I was like. That's what they're conditioned right. to. 27% of people out of 2,500 go with Netflix, followed by basic cable, broadcast, then YouTube. Wow. I know Well, it. you know, the the. What's really fun that's on right now is Wimbledon. They're in the first round, the second day. Mm-hmm. It's such delicious TV watching. Yeah. I absolutely... Tennis is a hard sport that doesn't get a lot of... It's very physical. I don't know how those people can stay out there for so as long as they do without absolutely being exhausted. They're trained athletes. Yeah. This but is that's, what they do. I mean, that would be like marveling about people skating or playing basketball or baseball. They're so good. I mean, yes, they are I just like watching top tennis. Top of their game. Yeah. I just like the tennis. I know. Okay. Well, I know, but I've been watching that instead of all these other Listen, shows. I think that the reason why they always broadcast this stuff is the audience tunes in for the, like, Wimbledon mm-hmm. and the French Starts Open, US Open. at 7 in the morning. I know. It's I mean, so they must get the ratings because they just devote they do. They and they have devoted people. I mean, my brother, we no one in the family is allowed to spoil anything. He goes off Twitter and Facebook and everything because he's on the West Coast. Right. So depending on oh, where it's being played. Nine yeah. hour difference. Oh yeah. He imposes like just like I I would be surprised if he closes the window shades <laughs> and unplugs the phone. Mom's walking by with yeah. the scores. Right. Yeah. Here's what happened. Yeah. I don't even call him Wimbledon Week no. because it's just too, he's just like, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? So he's the only person I know that's more passionate than you Ugh. about watching tennis. All right, listen, we come back. Um, we have a pair of tickets to give away to Luke Bryan. He's playing outside at Target Field on July 21. We're going to have a celebrity voice when we come back, and hopefully you're going to be good at playing this game and win a pair of tickets. We tried to sing this one time on a Friday. Didn't go well. Asuga, 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 Amuga. A little difficult. Hey, hey, hey. Don't stop the party. Okay, well, Pitbull is partying at Mystic tonight outside. Maybe you're going to be partying with luke o'brien because we have a celebrity voice for you to guess yes and if you guess correctly you and a friend will go to the concert july 21st at the target, target field center. yeah target i've never field. oh target field Outside. i've never been there oh it's so fun it's great Dude, that is a great place to see music because that ballpark is tight yeah and contained and it's beautiful and it's beautiful but mm-hmm. the sound is good there too mm-hmm. so all right what's our celebrity voice Danny? play it for us so we were working on a scene together from War of the Roses, and we had to transcribe the scene from the movie on the paper so that we could work on it. So she came to my dorm room. Is oh. this person in the news or just some uh, from a popular show or something? Uh, no comment. No comment. Okay, <laughs> so I think I know who that is. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure, but All I right. can't think of his name, of course, right now. <laughs> yes, I do too. And I, I can, can think, think of, of his character's name. Yes. Yes. All right, call Donnie, 651 641 
1071. And just in preparation for um, the a hot dog eating contest that happens at Coney Island tomorrow. Yes. You know the scarfing legend, Joey Chestnut? Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's not our guy anymore. Yamahushki? Yakamushi. No, I got Hakuchuchi. Donnie and I always say it together. Yakamushi. Yeah. Yokatawa. Sakatawa. Soka Wazawa. Wabasapi. Yeah, I can't think of his name. Yakamusho. No. Oh. Kobe. Kobe Kaki Kashashi. No. What is it? I know I do love Japanese words. Well, they, uh, they flow very. Yeah. And I know how to pronounce, you know how to pronounce yeah. them. Okay. So the scarfing legend, Joey Chestnut, who used to go up again. Kobayashi, yes. Maybe is retired from competitive eating. He's preparing his body for hot dog war. He's cut off solid foods. Um, Jeez. As of Monday, and he's just going to get a little sugar, a little liquid amino acid. But listen to this. I'm going to be empty and loose and ready to just tear it apart. Doesn't sound like he's going to eat. It he's sounds like something out else. his wooden leg. Yeah. yeah. He owns the record at 73 dogs. Mm. He wants to shatter that number tomorrow. His biggest competition is Carmen Cincori, who turns 26 on the 4th of July. Jeez. He, uh, Carmen Cincori. <laughs> woofed down 60 dogs during the 2017 okay. competition and experts say he could be to be the one to unseat the legend joey chestnut so godspeed to the wiener eaters right all okay? right so if you were in a food eating contest and you had your choice because i know you already did a cherry pie eating contest oh yeah but you don't like cherry pie but if because you, of that right because so of eating that. i understand but if you had to eat one thing, thing? and you really wanted to go for it because the prize was substantial Substantial. It was two first class tickets around the world for a year. I do better in a drinking contest. Okay, so would you would would you drink? What could what do you think that you could be able to drink that you could really stay up compared to somebody else? You wouldn't. You'd fall down, Laura. You'd fall down. But a food thing. Like marshmallows or No, marshmallows. My God, no. There's no food I could competitively eat. No. You couldn't. I would put my money on you eating an ice Ice cream. cream. (laughs) I would do ice cream. I would put you up against anybody. I really think I could. I know. I think I could just eat ice cream. Yeah, I can't. There's no food that I... would be so sick. Mm-hmm. It I couldn't be s- too cold, though, because that would just give me f- well, freezer they, brain remember, burn. they wet them. They wet them. We're talking about... They wet the Kobayashi. ice cream. Kobayashi. But we went through about uh, 15 uh, iterations I, I, of I Japanese. I was hearing it while I was talking to the winner. I <laughs> All right, Donnie. Uh, this, uh, Ellen is going to tell us who this voice belongs to. Ellen's in Waconia. Okay. So we were working on a scene together. From War of the Roses, and we had to transcribe the scene from the movie on the paper so that we could work on it. So she came to my dorm room. Alan, who is that? Sterling K. Brown. Right. Yes. Sterling K. Brown from This Is Us, right? Yes, yeah. right. So Lori um, got This Is Us, and I wrote Sterling. Sterling. So we kind of got it halfway. <laughs> Are you excited about winning uh, concert tickets? I'm so excited. Oh, oh yeah. Are you a big Luke Bryan fan? <laughs> I am, yes. Oh, wonderful. wonderful. That's yeah, like so these awesome. tickets have got to be worth some money. I would oh, yeah. say. Yeah, that's very nice. Who are you going to take? My friend Kelly. Okay. Oh, Love gosh. Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. have fun. All right. Thank you. Thanks for Thanks, listening. Thanks, Alan. Have a good fourth. Okay. Oh, thank so you so much. Right, thank you. You're so welcome. Well, in other music news, you know, uh, Bay City Rollers co-founder Alan Longmuir died at the age of 70. Do you remember the one song and did you love it? 
Saturday night. That's right, mm-hmm. Julia. Oh, that Let's is, but we, sing it for me. Right. We're gonna we're gonna Saturday have, night. He Donnie okay. won't get it. Uh, yep, I'm getting it. They for were you. a pop sensation in the mid 1970s. They With were their a plaid, clad yeah. early boy band who played up their Scottishness. Bye bye, baby, Shanglang, and their U.S. breakthrough Saturday night, number one in '76. Almost sounds like a little I can't get no satisfaction right there. Yeah. A Saturday night. A Saturday night. A Saturday night. A Saturday night. This was so fun to jump up and down and dance too. Did you mention the Tartan Army? According to legend, the group, because they were from Scotland, right. Edinburgh, and they threw a dart at a map, and it landed in Bay City, Michigan. You're wow. kidding. And no. that's how they named their band? That's how they became the Bay City Rollers, and at the peak of their success, they had their own TV show and a fan base called the Tartan Horde. Tartan they Horde. sold 120 million records. Wow. This is boy band, and they quit the year that they break through in the U.S. with Saturday Night. They were done. Oh no! They 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 yeah they they soldiered on for two more years, but then they quit in t- 1978. So they really quit at their peak. Wow! Yeah, well, that's a good way to go. And they I never guess. did any. Wow. Well, they reformed on several occasions over the years with mm-hmm. a variety of lineups, but they said that they were cracking up under the pressure in 1976 to come out even, with another hit. No, just by breaking through, and it's how they sold so many records. And I guess when you sold a 120 million records in the 70s, that was a big deal. That was probably a lot of money. Yeah. You know, right, right. Oh, good so, lord! Anyway, he died at seventy. We don't know what he died of, but I do. That is a great song, and I wouldn't be opposed if somebody redid that one. Oh. I, I kind hmm. of, I, I, I uh, you have it? more value in it than okay. I do. <laughs> right. Donnie and I are like, come, I, yeah, I'm, I'm think thinking, no, because the only part of that song night. I remember is Saturday night, Saturday yeah. night. But it was fun to dance to. Sure, but I don't, I don't yeah, need that I kind of like that it was just sort of like punky and fast, and mm-hmm. I love that old boy group. I know. I know. Okay, so tomorrow night on NBC, Macy's is doing a um, 4th of July fireworks spectacular. For all the people who have to work on Thursday morning right. again. Stay up late for fireworks. Right. right. And it's, um, but they're going to have some really good people performing. I'm going to DVR this. I know Kelly Clarkson, Blake Shelton, Keith Urban. Wow. They're going to have the Harlem Gospel Choir for okay. a special rendition of America the Beautiful. Um, Urban is going to perform with Julia Michaels for a song on a set. Clarkson, alongside the West Point Band and Glee Club, will feature a new recording of God Bless America. The patriotic. Is, it, is this in New York that they do this, um, or is I it in Washington? I think or? it's in Washington, but I've looked and I don't see where it's where going it's to be. Yeah. No, but it's going to be Eastern time, eight to ten. So here it will be. Um, it's over the East River, so it is well, in it is New York. New, New York. York, yeah. It's the forty-second annual, and this is the biggest fireworks spectacular that they've had since two thousand. So they're planning on a big one. Hmm. So seven to nine tomorrow, and hosted by my. Dad's favorite people, the American Ninja Warrior Stars. He loves that show. Oh, gosh. And, you know, the two episodes, I think, just aired that they filmed here. Oh, did they? In Minnesota, yeah. We're going to go out with another Bay City. Are we? Sure, I know this one better. Oh, yeah, I love this one, too. I like this one better.
We'll be back. And ever since I've been you got a hold on me. No matter what you do, I only want to be with you. Okay, Sounds that was like the thing you do yeah. from that movie yeah. from Tom Hanks. How about that one? Could that be a redo by somebody? Yeah, I like that one. Brittany? Yeah, this was I kind of like that one. Huh? This was a redo. It was? 